Canelo signs a massive deal with the zone. Dun dun dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, as usual, I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com, listen to me on Anchor.fm, and of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So I'm sure you guys have probably heard the rumblings out there, if the rumors are accurate, if everything, if the numbers are right, that Canelo just signed a massive, massive deal with Zone. If you guys don't know what Zone is, it's a streaming service that's putting content like uh, Bellator, boxing, uh, Eddie Hearns with them, Matchroom, this type of uh, boxing content behind a streaming service. And it's a subscription model. I believe it's something like 10 bucks a month. And then you get all of the content that's available on DAZN. I personally think it's an awesome way to push out uh, combat sports content. I believe it's the new wave, the wave of the future. Um, the same thing with ESPN Plus. I believe that's five bucks a month. And basically that's a similar thing. They're pushing out content on their ESPN Plus streaming app and service. You can you can port this to your smart TV. You can get it on your computer. Same thing. As long as you have the app, you can watch the content. Now, the deal with Canelo with the zone is reported as I believe it's 365 million bucks. Over a five-year, I heard 10-fight or 11-fight uh, deal. So five years, 10 or 11 fights, and a minimum of $365 million. I'm sure there's something in there with some type of percentage of subscribers or whatever. Uh, almost like how they used to do pay-per-view points if he gets you know a huge fight in there. Maybe not like a Rocky uh, Felding fight, but maybe if he does a Triple G rematch. A, a big unification fight, something like that, where they're sweetening the pot. But even if they weren't, what is that? It's roughly like 70 million bucks a year. That's an awesome deal for Canelo. Um, I'm happy with that for him. I'm happy with any of the fighters that can move to DAZN or ESPN Plus and make a lot of money. Crawford just signed his deal with Top Rank, which was a good amount of money for him as well. I just think as far as... um content goes streaming is the way that the way that it's going to be and people need to realize this and get on board with it uh as you guys know streaming is huge in other areas you got netflix you've got twitch you've got even stuff like youtube they've got their streaming service streaming is where it's at everybody's got their phones everybody's on their computer i believe when you're putting out really nice content and it's a high quality and you have nice streams and there's not a lot of issues with buffering and stuff like that. It's a really easy way to consume content. Um, I've spoke about this before that I think it's a wave of the future. In fact, it's, I would just call it not even the future. It's the wave of now. It's just boxing and combat sports are slow to adjust. They're slow to change. They're slow to evolve. I mean, look at HBO. Instead of going the streaming route, and even even putting like an HBO stream or HBO Plus or whatever, so HBO Combat Sports, HBO Sports, that was just streaming service that they could push out and just, you know, bombard people with a streaming type of app, use a, a small monthly fee like ESPN Plus is doing. Instead, they shut the whole damn thing down. 
I think they're dinosaurs. I think the pay-per-view model is a dinosaur. Just like you saw cable getting cut. Now, before that happened, right, nobody could ever imagine satellite and cable that people would cut those cords. Nobody. That was it, right? This is just the way it is. You pay for this, and you're going to pay for pay-per-views. And people said, screw this, when the internet came out, and everybody switched, and times changed, and stuff evolved, and better stuff came out. And everybody ditched cable for streaming stuff, whether it was they could go to a various multitude of websites and get content from shows all around the world that you simply cannot get through your local cable provider. Or if it was something like Netflix where they could pick and choose what they wanted, Hulu, whatever. You guys know everything that's out there. And these dinosaurs sat around and their fancy suits and their fancy offices with their big paychecks and think that they can still dictate to everybody how we're going to view content. And they're totally wrong. And the HBO move proves that. Their numbers are stanky. Go look at the Terrence Crawford, uh, Benavides. It was high, high. Which I believe is almost 2.8 million people. It, it, like people got to get with the program if you're going to be in this business and if hbo wants to act like dinosaurs and they want to act like this is the caveman days then they don't need to be in the boxing business anymore i know a lot of people were upset when they left and sad and nostalgic and all this other jazz it means nothing to me like you've got to put out content you got to put out what people want and if you want to watch HBO for other original series, watch it. If HBO thought that it was profitable, they would have used some other type of platform to push out content where people had their sports on demand whenever they wanted it. I don't know if the talking heads over there are just clueless, if their business model is just ancient, if it's a combination of both, if they don't think they can make money off boxing, if they don't like boxing, whatever the case is. But I say, uh, see ya. You know, don't let the door hit you in the butt as you walk out. I think uh, ESPN Plus is picking up. I think uh, DAZN is picking up. Showtime better get on board. I'm telling you this right now. Showtime better change your business model. Like you could keep putting out content on the platform like they are, but you need to have online content. I talked about this before. Golden Boy does an awesome job, and so does Thompson Boxing. Thompson Boxing is like a local promoter. They put on local shows, but they stream that shit. And they put it up on their YouTube channel full. So if it's a three-hour card, four-hour card, five-hour card, two-hour card, the next day, the day after the live event, it'll be up on YouTube. You can watch the entire thing, the entire thing from start to finish, just like it ran when it was live. Golden Boy does awesome with their Facebook um, streams. I've watched them. They are high, high quality. I like that they do this interactive mode as well where they interact with people that are tweeting them or I believe it's on Facebook. So anybody that's Facebooking them and commenting and they will show those. It's more interactive and that's that's what people want. They want this content. They want it at their fingertips. They want to be able to watch it on their PS4 and their Xbox and their computer and their phone. And they want high quality streams. And if you guys have watched any of the Golden Boy streams on Facebook, they are high, high quality. Same thing with Thompson, man. The quality, the actual quality of the stream is awesome. I've had no problems with it. Now, I know some people have problems with the uh, zone. They have said they had problems signing up for the free trial or sometimes they were getting buffering or whatever. Obviously, there's always bugs to be worked out. But with this kind of money that they're throwing around, uh, signing somebody like Canelo, you know, getting Bellator on the platform, 
these things are going to be worked out, guys. They're putting a lot of money behind this. I think you just got to give it a little bit of time. I think the quality is only going to improve. I think with the signing like Canelo and this huge deal, if it's accurate, $365 million, five-year, multi-fight, multi-year deal is going to bring a lot of other fighters to the platform that are looking to leave or now that HBO is gone or maybe promoters out there, even like old ass Bob Arum, who understands it, saw the writing on the wall probably long before many other people and went to ESPN Plus as soon as the opportunity presented itself will bring their fighters to ESPN Plus platform or zone platform or maybe another platform that pops up. Anybody like the Golden Boy deal also includes Canelo, but it includes Golden Boy promoted fighters. I mean, this, this is an awesome thing for boxing fans and combat sport fans, in my opinion, because I believe this is the type of content that, that should be consumed in a streaming type of service because I believe the pay-per-view model will eventually die. Just like I said, with the cord cutters, nobody could believe it was ever going to happen. Everybody thinks pay-per-view is just integrated into our society and we can't ever do away with it. It's just the way it is and they're wrong flat out wrong. You need to go to a WWE style subscription service where I believe it's like 10 bucks a month. They get all the content. This is the way you do it. You put the content behind a paywall at a reasonable price. I see people bitching and moaning about ESPN is $5. The zone is $10 and this is that much and this, but then they bitch and moan about a Canelo pay-per-view that's $89 or Mayweather pay-per-view that's $100. Would you rather pay $120 for the year and have all this content, this amazing content, including stuff like Bellator if you're into MMA? I mean, I think that's a much better value. And I think that's the, the focus that these streaming platforms are trying to do, like ESPN Plus and DAZN. I think that's what they're trying to do. Keep the monthly rate reasonable. And get all those subscribers to come in, again, like the WWE model, where you can base percentage points and bonuses and stuff off of subscriber count, how many new subscribers. Eddie Hearn has already spoke on that briefly about how they can guarantee a flat rate for these guys. That's another thing that a lot of times they weren't getting. So they're getting this nice flat rate of, you know, we're going to pay you $70 million a year, and then if it's this kind of super fight, or if we can do something special on the side for the super fights, then maybe there's some bonus money on the back end, this way and that way and the other. But of course, they're getting that nice guarantee up front. Hearn has already said, we'll try to pay more than anybody in the industry for these guys coming over, because we'll put a lot of money into this, because that's what they're focused on subscriber count. Now, I've heard a multitude of people bitching and moaning about DAZN and ESPN. Stupid stuff. Like, do people know how to use apps? People are going to complain about having to download another app. Seriously, guys, look at your phone. Look at your computer. How many apps are floating around? You got all kinds of shit that are absolutely worthless on your phone that you barely even use. Downloading another app, I don't believe at all is a barrier to anything. Another stupid argument that I heard was, do people actually know how to order from the app? I'm not even kidding. I, I read this on social media. Somebody was actually trying to say that people would not know how to function. Like people wouldn't know how to use the functionality of an app to order. I'm not even joking. Like even if you're old, 
in this game in a this day and age that you understand how to do basic things and i think most people will be able to figure out the app and how to order it another excuse i heard of how the zone's gonna fail is because it will encourage illegal streaming i'm gonna i'm gonna leave a pause there for a moment so you guys can think about this for one second like seriously really because people don't illegally stream pay-per-views. This was truly an argument somebody had. It encourages illegal streams. I'm not even going to go into that. Like that is beyond asinine. That is so absolutely ridiculous. But again, they're trying to keep it at a low price point monthly so people want to enjoy that content have no problem paying for it want that nice stream don't want you know ads popping up and viruses and you guys know what i'm talking about it's just an asinine argument it's absolutely ridiculous and the thing i don't understand is how i don't know if these are just trolls i don't know if they're a thousand years old i don't know what their deal is it's like people get off trying to say boxing's dead all the time boxing this is a black eye boxing boxing box right it's every week every month it's gonna die hbo's gone the whole sport's gonna collapse it's like they want the zone to fail like they want espn to fail like they want streaming to fail like they want social media content like facebook and what thompson is doing on youtube to fail it's ridiculous instead of getting behind it and trying to encourage it the same thing with Eddie Hearn. People's personal opinions about Hearn, then they it's like they want to translate their hate for Hearn to the zone. Instead of going, this is awesome. Why are you not happy that Canelo got a 365 million deal? That he's going to be on the platform to something like 2023 or something like that. That he's going to have 10 or 11 guaranteed fights that you get to watch behind the DAZN paywall at, I believe, $10 a month. To me, that is awesome. I always advocate for fighters getting more pay, whether it's boxing or MMA. And if this is a platform and a way to consume content that can do it, why not? Why are we not all behind this? I think people are just being resistant to change, either, like I said, to be trolls about it or they have personal opinions about this guy or don't like Bob Arum or don't like Terrence Crawford or don't like Canelo, whatever the case is, but they're not looking at the bigger picture that boxing and combat sports, they have to get with the times, man. They got, they got to get with the program. They've got to be able to put out this content. Hell, I would love it if uh, DAZN put in other sports on there, make it an entire sports channel that's behind that $10 paywall. And if you like hockey or you like soccer, you like football, you like whatever it is, that there's just a whole bunch of of sport content on there. You're going to go, man, for $10, I'm getting all of this content. This is amazing. And I believe that they can be very successful if they can do that. Obviously, the numbers have to match up. I'm not sure if they can continue to put out content and sign these guys with massive deals for $10. Does it go up to $15, $20, whatever. Everything in our life goes up. Your food bill goes up. Your Netflix goes up. Everything goes up. So I wouldn't be surprised at some point if it goes up. But still, if you if you want it to be successful, we kind of all have to get behind it and promote it and hope that these fighters get signed so we have more fighters on the platform and we get great matchups and you're getting it behind a decent monthly payment. Yeah, it is a paywall, but guess what? Everything was a paywall. I used to hate when people said, oh, this fight is on free TV. And they're talking about HBO or Showtime. What? 
HBO and Showtime, the last time I checked, wasn't free. Free TV is Fox when it's coming over the uh, digital antenna. That is free. Free is CBS. Free is ABC. Free is not HBO and Showtime. One, two, three, four, five, Showtime, X-E-M-O-P-Q. That is not free. That's how brainwashed people are. They actually thought HBO and Showtime is free. Oh, this could this is on free, free TV. This could be a pay-per-view bout. It's so awesome it's on free TV. You're paying for that monthly through your cable or Showtime operated uh, cable system. So whether it was $5 extra a month or bundled in, whatever it equaled, $8, $10, $12. If it equaled $10 a month, whatever your bill was, you're probably going to get way more boxing on DAZN than you ever would have on HBO. How many cards did HBO put out a year? And not only that, a lot of times with these streaming services, what they do is they televise all the undercards as well. Now, if you're into MMA, specifically the UFC, then you're used to seeing all the undercards because of their fight pass deal. Then they go to prelims, which is usually like on one of the cable networks. And then even if it's a pay-per-view, then it switches to pay-per-view. But you can watch freaking 14 fights. That's what I'm always bitching about. It's six to seven hours long. Now in boxing, when you got HBO and Showtime, and even like back in the day with just ESPN, not ESPN Plus, not streaming service, nothing like this, maybe you get two fights. A big pay-per-view card might be four fights on the whole card. You don't get to see the undercards even though they're going on. Now with the streaming coming out, they're putting them out. So maybe it's on Oscar De La Hoya's Facebook page, right? So maybe Golden Boy Promotions, but you get to see all the undercards. The same thing with Top Rank. Before even the streaming service, Top Rank was doing their undercards on Top Rank, on the actual website. So you could go to Top Rank and then watch all the undercard action on their website. Then it would switch to whatever, pay-per-view or their cable provider. And then you'd have to go ahead and switch to get, you know, to get the other content. But you, so that gives you another option to consume even more combat sports. So in my opinion, I don't see anything wrong with it. I enjoy it. I like it. I'm happy that it's going towards this streaming type of consumption for this content. I think it's definitely needed. I think it's warranted. I think it's required at this point and going forward that you have to have an online presence and put your content out in front of as many people from as many devices as possible. We've got phone, you've got PC, you've got your smart TV, you've got all your gaming consoles. This content needs to be pushed out across all media platforms because what you're trying to do is you're trying to catch anybody and everybody wherever they're at. So if you're on your phone or if you were playing video games waiting for the fight to come on or if you're on your PC doing work and then the fight, you want them just to be able to boom, it's there, it's on and you can watch it. That's one of the things I like about Thompson is how many people are going to their live event, right? So say it's in California, say it's a 5,000 seat arena and it sells out or it doesn't sell out. But how many other people would like to watch that? For me, it's a great promotional tool. They're promoters. They're called promoters to put out their fighters names, to put out their fighters fighting styles. This is a way they can do it because they can reach so many more people than they can fit in their arena. And of course, Thompson does it for free. Golden Boy was putting on their cards as well on Facebook for free. So you get to see some of the lesser known fighters. You maybe can create a following behind them on social media. 
if you missed it, Thompson put putting the entire fight a day or two later on YouTube. Like I said before, try that with the UFC. It is so difficult even to find content unless you're behind their paywall, their fight pass paywall. So you can look up archived fights to see, okay, how did this guy fight? How did he match up versus this style? Who's he fighting? How do they match up? Blah, 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 blah. All the crap that goes into capping a fight. Boxing's way easier, even with HBO, Showtime, ESPN, because they put their content out on their YouTube channels or on their social media pages after the fact. Even if it's a week after, if it's a pay-per-view, then they do the replay. Then it's up on YouTube or it's up on their social media page where you can watch it uh, and absorb the content. And as far as the smaller promoter goes, like Thompson, this is smart. How many people are going to know these guys? Even like Danny Ramone, who's a champion, right? Push out that content, man. Put his face everywhere. Show all of his fights. Archive his old fights so people can go back and say, who is this guy? Oh, he's, you know, 13 and 0, whatever. He's 25 and 0. So they can get get behind this guy, learn about him, watch him, like his fighting style, connect with him on social media. The same thing. Why don't, why don't uh, when they walk out, you have, just like the UFC does, have their Twitter handles, have their Facebook handles, have their Instagram handles. So people can connect with these guys, so they can follow them, so they can interact with them. This is how you promote. The old days are done, man. The dinosaurs like HBO, the dinosaurs like Showtime. I'm telling you, if they don't get with the program, you can keep putting it out like you're doing on this just cable platform. But so many people have cut the cord. Imagine how many more people you can reach on the internet. Everybody has the internet. Not everybody has cable. So let me know what you guys think about the Canelo deal. Let me know what you think about ESPN Plus, the Zone, the entire streaming type of media platform, the WWE style of subscription service and ditching the old school dinosaur pay-per-view business model. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.